Ladies and gentlemen, it is a monumentous day in Detroit. The Lions have just dethroned the Super Bowl champions and are 1-0 to kick off the season. I'm your host, Calvin Little. Welcome to the show. Let's dive right into it. Boy, oh boy, what a game to watch. What a night to be at Arrowhead. And what a time to be alive and be a Lions fan, everybody. The Detroit Lions beating the Kansas City Chiefs 21-20. This was a nail-biter and a fun game to watch no matter who you're rooting for. Um, probably a more fun outcome to see if you're a Lions fan, obviously. Um, but it was a fun game. This team did what they needed to get done. They have high hopes for this season. And... That was their hardest opponent of the season. The sky's the limit now, you know. You got over the roadblock, and, you know, you're coming off a big win. Um, all, all good things all around. Um, it was a very good game to watch. Um, overall, good performances on both sides of the ball. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but, you know, just, just a great game. And I'm going to talk about it for a bit because it's an important issue that I need to address is that there are all of these fans and who were predicting us to lose and even lying like I had us losing to be honest and I've never been more happy to be wrong like I am really happy that this team won because it's mainly to show the NFL and some of the doubtful Lions fans out there that like this is our season like if you're a Lions fan right now, and every year saying, SOL, same old Lions, losing week one, 0-1, what's the point of being a fan if you're going to expect the same thing? Like, have hope, believe in this team, like I do, and like all the other hopeful fans do. There is hope this season. They just beat the Super Bowl champions. They're, you know, going to have a great season. Believe, we got this. I believe this was enough evidence for any doubtful fans this season to show we are tough, that we are legit, and if you're playing us and you're an opposing team, watch out, because we will run you over. It is our season and our time to shine. The Lions showed that last night by beating the Kansas City Chiefs, um, and, you know, that's the main point, is they got what they needed to get done. May not have been the cleanest game, definitely improvement, but they beat the Super Bowl champions and have a lot of hype surrounding them and are ready for this new season. So, uh, overall, pretty good performance by both sides of the ball. Offense scored enough to get us the win. Defense, absolutely perfect. Now, not perfect down to the wire, but holding Patrick Mahomes' offense to two touchdowns for the entire game, 20 points total, and only two field goals in the second half, that is impressive. Not every defense can do that, and if you had played the Chiefs with last year's defense, this would have been a different ball game. The Lions have truly upgraded their defense in every position, um, really put some buff up there in the secondary in those linebackers, putting pressure on Mahomes, uh, man, lots of good zone coverage, breaking up passes, all sorts of good things, even a pick six, which we'll talk to later, or which we'll talk about later, but all good things coming from this defense. Offensively, two touchdowns for the entire game, not what you want to see. However, you have to keep in mind, if it's good enough to win the game, it's good enough. Um, I know that we obviously wanted to see more from Jared Goff in this offense, but like I just said, good to win, good enough, 
but you also have to remember the Chiefs are still the Chiefs. Uh, are still the Chiefs. Their defense is a really good defense, and I think we've seen this Lions offense struggle with elite defenses like the Packers defense. They're pretty good. Just like last year in Lambeau, it wasn't a total offensive shine, but they were able to get it done. Same thing here in Kansas City. Not what we hoped for or what we were expecting in terms of how the offense played, but they got us the win, and that's good enough. Um, so both sides of the ball played uh, very well. Um, let's go into the overview of the game. So uh, the Chiefs won coin toss. They defer. Um, Lions get the ball first, pick up one first down, that's it. Chiefs pick up one first down on their following drive, that's it. Lions, fourth and two. The punt team comes out, or so we think. Uh, back at their own 17-yard line, fourth and two. They fake punt it to Jalen Reeves Maben, and he picks up the first down at their 17-yard line. If he does not pick this up, the Chiefs are in the red zone, Bound to score with momentum, to score touchdown with Patrick Mahomes. If Dan Campbell is going to call this gutsy call, it has to work, and it does. That is a coach that believes in his team and believes that they can execute uh, to do crucial things like this. The Lions take that momentum, go all the way and score a touchdown with some nice passes. Uh, the touchdown was to Amon Ross St. Brown. That was nice to see. Um, and the Lions take a 7-0 lead. Chiefs strike back and score again. The game, uh, you know, three and outs by each team uh, until two minutes in the second quarter. Uh, the Chiefs have it. It's third and 17. How did it get here? Well, it was about third and seven. The Chiefs complete it. It's one yard short of the first down, so it's it would be fourth and one. Penalty comes out holding on offense. Now, at the start, Lions fans are happy about it. Push him back. There's one single drawback. They get third down again. So I personally, if I'm the head coach, I am declining that penalty. I would rather have it be fourth and one and have them really consider punting than have it be third and really long, but, you know, still a chance. And the reason I say that is because you never want to give Patrick Mahomes' offense any uh, uh, chance to pick up a first down or score. Sure enough, they accept the penalty, and guess what Mahomes does? He completes it for a first down. So it sometimes it is better to decline the penalty and just take the fourth down, even if it's fourth and one. Um, so they pick up that first down. Two plays later, they score a touchdown. Bit demoralizing. They take a 14-7 lead into the half. Uh, the Lions come out not really looking too good. Um, the defense giving up some chunk plays and doing uh, some pretty getting some pretty bad penalties against themselves. Um, offense still struggling. The Chiefs kick a field goal to bump it up by ten, um, and then the on the Lions go three and out. But then Patrick Mahomes in this offense, second and ten, he throws it. His receiver bobbles it, bounces out of his receiver's hands, and Brian Branch intercepts it and take it all the way to the house for a pick six. The Lions, I believe, have not had a pick six in week one for a while. I don't remember what the year was, but it was like 90s, early 2000s. It's been a while since something like that has happened. So now game is tied at 14. Uh, I misspoke about the field goal. They got that on the next drive. So pick six ties it at 14. Then the Chiefs get that field goal uh, to take a three-point lead. Um, then Lions go three and out. 
Chiefs kick, and then I think it went like three and out back and forth for both teams. Um, and then the Chiefs scored another field goal to take a six-point lead. The Lions know where they stand with seven minutes in the fourth quarter, I believe. No, maybe, yeah, it was It was like 12. I think they finished the drive uh, with seven minutes left on the clock. But, so there's 12 minutes. They drive down the field. It's third and 20, I believe. They go for it. Goff fires a dart to Khalif Raymond to pick up the first down. And, you know, from then on, it's like that uh, fake punt. They just go rolling. They're picking up first downs, burning up the clock. They score a touchdown by David Montgomery, kick the PAT to take the lead. Now there's seven minutes left on the clock, and you're in the sweet spot because you chewed up a lot of clock so that if Patrick Mahomes scores, there's still time for you to score and take the lead to seal it, and you didn't burn up a lot of clock. So if Patrick Mahomes does score, it's not game over. So seven, six minutes is a sweet spot. Four to five, and Patrick Mahomes and that offense can drain the clock, get a score, and that's game over. But six, six, uh, six to seven, <laughs> um, and you're in the sweet spot. Um, so the Chiefs uh, go three and out, I believe. Lions get the ball. They're chewing up some more clock. They get stopped on third down. It's fourth and two. Goff does play action on fourth, batted down, and they turn it over on downs. Now, the Chiefs, with the prime opportunity, three to four minutes left, I believe, they get a holding call that sends them back 10 yards. So, it's third and 20. Then, this is where I love it, they get a false start. Now, you may be wondering, oh, well, what went wrong? Was it a bad snap count? No. You see, I've seen pictures on social media there are plane, planes filled with up to 175 Lions fans flying into Arrowhead. And they've all got their hands in the air on the plane. And I've seen like three of these pictures, and they're all different flights. So that's like 500 fans total, more even when you consider the folks that drove. That stadium was so loud on that Chiefs drive. Even uh, Jared Goff and Dan Campbell admit the reason they got that false start was because of the Lions fans. The Lions fans flipped home field advantage into their favor. Can you believe that? The dedication of these fans and their fan base and just, you know, turning the tides, really sucking the life out of Arrowhead um, in terms of being a Chiefs fan. And Chiefs get a false start. It's 4th and 25, incomplete pass on 3rd down, this is it. They don't get the 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 first, turn it over, they have 3 timeouts that they can burn uh, to potentially get the ball back, but Detroit just picks up that first down, the Chiefs burn all their 3 timeouts, Detroit takes 3 knees, and that is the game with the Detroit Lions getting a win. Some star players to watch in there, Khalif Raymond, he was our guy, uh, along with Amon Ross St. Brown. Jameson Williams on that sus on that suspension, um, unfortunately. So Goff, those are his two targets, as well as Marvin Jones. He tried targeting Marvin Jones a bit. Marvin Jones dropping passes. It wasn't working. He's got St. Brown and Khalif Raymond, and Khalif Raymond especially stepped up and said, I know you don't have a lot of guys right now. I'm here to help. He gets big first downs, and he was always there. Um, next up, C.J. Gardner-Johnson on the defense. This guy, close man coverage breaking up passes, he was there. It was absolutely fun to watch him. And then Brian Branch getting the pick six. How can you not leave him off of the star player list? 
Um, very exciting to see that happen. So those are the star players in my opinion. So, yeah. And then one last thing to wrap it up. I gotta end it off with some hype. There is hope for next season, as I said at the beginning. These, like, I was watching Good Morning Football. Or, yeah, Good Morning Football. It's like this morning show the NFL has. And, like, this one guy, like... If you were watching the game last night, uh, and you were paying attention to Mike Tirico and uh, Chris Collinsworth, we all know Chris Collinsworth is in love with Patrick Mahomes and would die for him, But and that tends to make both of those announcers a little bit biased towards the Chiefs. You know, like, they're kind of talking about all these Chiefs players, and sure, they were happy when the Lions won because they have to be non-biased for their job, but you can tell they're really trying to hide their Chiefs bias. Um, and I'm not making this up, like, several other NFL fans will agree that Chris Collinsworth is very biased towards the Chiefs, and he does his best to hide it, but, you know. Um, and so... All these guys are on Good Morning Football. One of them quoted and said, Detroit, can you have nice things? Can you enjoy the season opener and earn it and win it and earn these primetime games? Well, Detroit said, buddy, just watch. And they got a win, and they showed that, quote-unquote, they can have nice things um, to treat them like a toddler, if you will. Um, and they proved themselves to everybody that predicted they were going to lose one guy on the NFL's panel of predictors said they were going to win. Shout out to you, my guy. You picked correctly. And to anybody that picked the Chiefs, I picked the Chiefs too. So, you know, it's nothing to feel bad about. But, you know, let's let's keep an open mind and remember that this isn't the same old Lions. Now, I know some of you people like 60-plus listening, you've seen a lot of hard stuff in the 80s and 90s. You know, definitely, I, I've, I've heard that, you know, people who watched in the 80s and 90s. The Lions were Super Bowl favorites in 80s and 90s, ended up winning only four games. I know that you've seen tough things, but this is a new era and a new time. Keep an open mind. Don't just automatically default to them losing. Keep an open mind and stay positive because it's really good uh, for being a fan, just fan morale, because that's one thing I think is like, we, we kind of let football get to us a little bit. Like, you know, we kind of get like really sad when our team loses, but if we keep an open mind and sort of look on the positives, we can always remain happy, and that just makes the Lions winning way more fun for us fans, and if they lose, it's okay, guys. It's just a sport. But, you know, keep an open mind. Um, you know, they're going to have a really good season. And any Chiefs fans who are saying, Oh, it doesn't count. We didn't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones. Shut up, okay? Your offense is still good with Patrick Mahomes. Um, even though we didn't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, your team is still good. The Lions earned that win. Plus, for you guys, you guys are still kings of the NFL. You can recover from 0-1-1. If you guys are so good, stop complaining about this. Get back up on your feet and prep for week two, okay? I, you guys literally are the best team in the league right now. Start acting like it. Brush yourself off, stop crying about how Travis Kelsey wasn't there, and just get ready for week two. That's what the Lions are doing. They're, they're probably basking in the wind for a day or two, but then they're back at the grind, you know, um, probably celebrating today, and then next Monday, they're back to it because they need to prove to the NFL that this wasn't a fluke. One-point win by the Chiefs doesn't look, you know, 
super legit. I'm not, I'm gonna say for any skeptical fans, I know it was a real win. Lions fans know it's a real win. We need to prove to the Chiefs that we truly beat them. Even though we already did, we truly proved we beat them last night. But for the delusional fans who are, you know, like, oh, you didn't have Travis Kelsey, um, we need to beat the Seahawks next week to say 2-0 or, you know, we are legit. Um, and so if you're a Chiefs fan, eat your loss and, you know, get back up, you know. It's week two. You can recover from this. You're still kings. I admit you, you're you still best team in the league. You just lost to the Lions, you know, so just suck it up. Um, but, yeah, thank you guys so much for watching um, or listening. Uh, it was so good to finally do another pregame and postgame, especially for a win in week one. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that we're back in the swing of things. It's football season. Now, I know the rest of you got games on Sunday. Get those crockpots crock pots rolling. That's a, a tongue twister for me. Get the refrigerators cool in your beverages. And, you know, get that lazy chair. Kick back. Relax. Watch your favorite team. Uh, I'm not sure what games I'm getting on Sunday, but I'm still watching. I know I'm going to be watching Packers and Bears at the 4 o'clock slot. Um... I want to watch Vikings and Bucks just because they're in the Lions division, but I generally like Fox broadcasters better than CBS's, um, so maybe whatever's on Fox is what I'll be watching. Bengals-Browns, I think, is what I might be getting because that's closest to my area. Um, but then I'm going to check in and maybe watch the first half of Sunday Night Football as well as the first half of uh, Monday Night Football as well, hopefully. Um, so I'm still tuning in. Um, I won't do an episode covering any of the Sunday games. This is the last uh, episode for the weekend. But next episode coming uh, Friday or Saturday for pregame against the Seahawks. And then I'm off to Detroit to see him play the Seahawks. And I'll be doing a postgame in Detroit in my car because um, I don't have a recording studio uh, up there. But, you know... Uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun weekend next weekend. We've got home field advantage against the Seahawks. Um, so yeah, make sure you check out the links below as well. Thank you guys so much for listening. Enjoy football. I hope whatever team you're rooting for wins and have a great weekend.